Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Ryan and Sean here welcoming you to another episode of The Essentials, where two unqualified 30-somethings in the city talking all things life, love, and the grind. How you doing, Sean? I'm good, man. What's going on? Not much. How was your fourth, brother? It's been good, man. Nice little getaway. Took some time off from Tuesday to Friday and just kind of went up north to the lakes, Fox Lake and all the Channel Lakes and all that. What's going What do you got going on? Doing that lake life. Yeah, Living same. Um, you know, we went up north to um, to Lake House up in the Northwoods in Minocqua, mm-hmm. Wisconsin. A lot of fun. You know, I love going to those kind of small, uh, just lake life towns and just, you mm-hmm. know, we did a little bit of water skiing. Um my first time, so it took a couple tries getting up. Definitely did the splits, and mm. my legs hurt still. Mm. Yeah. Um, that was Wednesday. It's Monday, so yeah. it's uh, yeah. been a long, long week. But I just love even just, like, relaxing in the sun and hanging mm. out on the boat, having yeah. some drinks with some good friends, you know, just listening to music. And just, yeah. it, just so relaxing. You're out there, and up in the Northwoods, the stars are just so amazing. Like, saw a shooting star. Mm. It's always fun. Um, Especially when you're from Chicago, when you get warm weather for, like, two months out of the yeah. summer, you need those getaways. Otherwise, oh you're gosh. seriously going to lose your marbles. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's freaking absolutely and cold, it's like rainy, freaking eight months of the year. All the time, and it feels like it's just, like, I feel like it just got nice. Yeah. Like, it just got nice, um, and it's, like, I don't know how long it's going to last until all of a sudden, you know, we could get lucky. And I feel like we've had like those nice kind of like Novembers, but then it's just like, okay, here comes December where you cling on to the hope and you just know that's going to be December 30th, December 31st. Mm. And you're standing outside freezing to get into some shitty new year's party that was, you know, 150 bucks a ticket for, you know, the all inclusive Mm kind of stuff but you know know there's five months of winter just yeah freaking coming in front of you right well and i saw did you watch the the world cup yesterday the team usa i did patriot he's a patriot but you know shout out i'm such a big sports fan you know who won the match big shout out to uh team usa women's soccer uh winning a a a world cup you know the first back-to-back win in history so big shout out to the to the ladies um you know so it's funny because so i'm downstairs working out trying to just get back into the hang of things you know i I hate skipping a monday because i just feel like if you skip a monday it just sets the tone for your whole week Mm so you know the monday is to me it's like the most important day of the week for getting your workout in whether it's before Mm -hmm. work a walk during work or whatever it is after yeah. work. So it's funny because I'm downstairs and I'm, you know, just doing kind of like the, like a chest uh, push day. And I ended up, it was my last couple sets and I was getting so pissed because I, it's just like, you know, you ever hit that kind of like plateau mm-hmm. and I'm just doing bench and I feel like I've been stuck on the same weight for like months and there were times before where I was putting up heavier weights for more reps too and so it's just like what the hell you know I'm getting so angry and part of it comes back to why you know you and I wanted to start this podcast is because Mm -hmm. what am I doing when I'm downstairs working out I'm working on getting better So when I'm working out, I'm trying to get better physically. You know, part of it is, you know, obviously health. Mm -hmm. I want to be in better health. But 
you know, to me, a bigger part of it, as narcissistic as it may be or, or vain or whatever, but I want to look good, Yeah. you know, and, and it's a big thing for me to, you know, when you're in good shape, clothes fit better. You can kind of go from style to style. I can wear a suit that fits really well when I'm in good shape. Yeah. I could wear a t-shirt with a nice watch and call it a day, like stuff like that, where if you don't really have, if you're not comfortable in your skin, you're not going to be comfortable in your style. It's just going to yeah. be kind of difficult. I mean, you know, it's fueling the system, right? I mean, if you're burning off sweat, you're feeling good, but yeah, that kind of goes back to like why we're doing this too, in a way of, you know, we've spent so much time talking, right? We'd get on the phone and be talking about so many different life issues and, you know, so many different personal growth issues. I think of what we've been kind of going through in so many years, you know, being that yeah. we're both 31, you know, I think, um, I think that's kind of a good thing to kind of spread the message, get out to the world a little bit of what we've been through, what we're wanting to go through, you know, what we've learned, what we haven't, right? What yeah. we're trying to figure out and just kind of surviving our 20s, making it through the 20s and kind of getting in the 30s, being a little older, a little wiser, a little smarter on things, but still carrying those same values of, you know, fitness and just being better men and being better boyfriends and being better sons, fathers, whatever, just kind of focusing on the important positive stuff that's kind of been driving us and pushing us, you know? Right. Absolutely. You know, and I think it's, it's important too, because, you know, when we, we talk to each other, especially, you know, when we were in our twenties, I feel like we had such a heavy focus talking dating and relationships and things like that, mm -hmm. just because, you know, we had both around the same time gotten out of you know, or, or had relationships end and big parts of it were then helping each other get back out there and mm -hmm. things that go into that are, are, you know, feeling comfortable in your style, in your fashion, um, your fitness, your health, your professional growth. You know, it's one thing to feel like your personal relationships are going in the right direction, but you can't lose focus of things that are important too, where your professional growth is equally as important yeah. as your personal. Um, you know, I know a lot of people too, that they want to take a year off and just focus on themselves. And if that's the case, then you should really do it. And you should focus on getting into a better state of mind mentally, getting into a better state physically. And then of course, yeah. working hard and just pursuing what you're working for. Yeah. So how, how important do you think, you know, now that you talk about taking a year off, I mean, how important is it in your early twenties to really focus on yourself or is it just kind of, I mean, being young twenties, we were crazy, right? Doing yeah. stupid shit. You know, you're partying, <laughs> you're wild, you think you know it all. And then you kind of get older and you're like, man, I didn't know shit. Oh yeah. So it's like, how important is that to really, when people are like, I got to find myself. It's like, is anyone really like ever able to find themselves like in their young twenties? You know, I you don't know. know. I mean, that's, it's such an interesting question because I mean, I, agree with you 100%. I look back at myself in my 20s and it feels like every time I thought I had it figured out or, or anything like that, it was just not the case. I mean, I'm a completely different person that I am right now than what I was 10 years ago when I was 21. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're 21, you're, you know, young and dumb and you're either in college or you're, you know, just getting into kind of that bar scene or you're, mm -hmm. you know, you know, for you, Sean, when you, you know, when did you 
start your career with the union? Did you start it when you were 18? Yeah, I got so I got in in 19. It was 2007, and yeah, I mean, I was you know graduated high school, you know, and wanting to be something and having a dream of thinking, okay, this is what I want. I want to get into law enforcement, right? I want to be a cop forever, and and then just going to college and being like, wow, like instantly in one semester realizing, yep, this is not for me. I don't want to do it, you know. Um, got into the union, you know, got into the bricklayers union, worked in construction, 19 up every day at freaking 4.30, just going straight to work. Everyone's in college, everyone's partying, everyone's kind of enjoying life. And I'm like, shit, especially where we grew up, right? We grew up in the Northwest suburbs, you know, yeah. it's everyone's kind of that. If you didn't go to college, it was like, what are you doing with your right. life? You know? So yeah, that's kind of started my journey in my career of like, okay, you, I had to learn quickly and I had to go to work and driving downtown to Chicago every day and parking and walking on big jobs with 300 construction workers. And I'm just like, fuck, this yeah. is some reality, you know, <laughs> reality check. Right. Um, yeah. But that's kind of the beauty of it. I think it shapes you, right. All that hard work. And, um, yeah, I mean, your story's a little different, you know, you kind of went the college yeah. route. Yeah, definitely. You know, and, and part of it was the same where I feel like I never really had a grasp on what I wanted to do. I mean, I feel like I've always been kind of like a dreamer and kind of just, you know, I knew that I was going to make something happen. I just didn't know what it was going to be. I mean, like I never wanted to be, you know, a cop. I never wanted to be like, you know, I, I never even really wanted to be any other kind of like, I never wanted to be a mechanic. I never wanted to be, I mean, I wasn't, I would be a shitty mechanic if I was, but you know, I never wanted to even be like in sales or anything like that at all. And I actually just picked, you know, like pursuing a law degree because I thought that it was just sort of like, eh, it's, it's easy. People are going to be impressed. I'll make money, whatever. It doesn't matter. But you know, so what I tried to do was get a passion for it. So I'm going to, to um, ISU and I'm a criminal justice major, you know, and I'm, I'm reading this book for class and it's called Defending the Damned. And that book is what really hit me. And I was like, I can't do this. You know, I can't stand in front of a room of people and try to defend somebody who did something so horrible or so gruesome to a victim or, or anything like that. And at the same time, I can't stand up in front of that same room and prosecute somebody that I feel like maybe you didn't do it, mm -hmm. you know? So yeah. to me, it was like, okay, great. And then, you know, kind of, it, it actually is kind of easy. the easy way out was right around that same time when I was 21 and, you know, just finishing in college, I ended up having a son. So that was a way to grow up, you know, pretty yeah. quickly, yeah. Um, you know, and it, it, the, it, it all, you know, has been great. You know, my son is, is the most important thing in my life, um, mm -hmm. you know, but again, that was something that was, so I was 23 actually when, when he was born, so that was eight years ago, but I just remember it was just so strange because, you know, I, I was dating his mom. Um, but to me, it wasn't ever really that serious. And, you know, it sort of started as a summer fling, just being home, um, 
from school, you know, she was in, away at school too. So we were both kind of home in the yeah. same town. We knew each other from high school. And, you know, when you're that age, all you're doing is just going out to bars all yeah. summer. You know, you work like a small yeah. job, like here and there to get that beer money. Yeah. And then you go out and you spend it on the beer mm. yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, things happen. So to me, it, there are definitely times where I feel like I missed out on, or I used to feel like I missed out on experiences, you know, yeah. because, um, I was 23. So I, I just got, so I'm out of college and I get my first job. It's selling, you know, like printers and copiers and that kind of, yeah. Where was that? that like, where there was you? just, this, just some local place. Yeah, and it was, you know, such it was my first ever job and I'm suited. I'm wearing a suit and tie every single day and I'm going out in front of clients. And you know, the craziest thing was that I was actually pretty good at it Mm -hmm. at the start, you know? And so I set a record right away for setting the most, um, appointments from a new hire. And then from there made a couple sales and then, um, you know, halfway through it or a few months in, maybe six months in, they ch- the company decided to go a different direction and change from selling equipment to then selling IT services. Um, and when they did that, they made a ton of internal changes. And then so, you know, about, I think I worked there probably like nine or 10 months. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they let me go. And at that point it was kind of like, okay, what do I do now? Yeah, you know, so now, support right. You know, so now career, exactly. And so, you know, obviously part of it too was I did, you know, I, I don't like to say that I don't think that I only did it because it was the right thing to do. But, you know, I ended up getting married to my son's mom after mm-hmm. he was born. Um, because you want to kind of connect that family and and that's kind of what the values have been you know drilled into your head is coming up is that this is what you do kind of thing and you know you do your best to make it work and make that family um so here i am unemployed i'm i've got a you know a one-year-old now and a, a wife and she never you know really worked so, okay, I'm collecting unemployment. So what do I do? What do I know? What can I do? So I just brainstormed and decided, okay, so I can, I'll just create a moving company for the summer, find some jobs and do that. So started this moving company, um, with just friends Yeah. and, um, I was able to get us a partnership through U-Haul. So if someone was renting a U-Haul truck and they asked for movers, then, you know, they'd, they'd get our information and they'd call us and it actually, you know, it actually took off. It was actually kind of a really busy summer. We had jobs. I had like a regular crew of like four or five guys and we did kind of everything we did. We moved business offices, office to office. We moved people. That's a pretty brutal job to have in in a 90 degree Chicago summer too. There there are definitely (laughs) some interesting stories and, and some, interesting people yeah. along the way. Um, but you know, unfortunately after the summer kind of dwindled down and the jobs weren't as regular, it just became apparent that, okay, this is good for money in the summertime, yeah. but I couldn't justify keeping 
my crew, my friends employed and being like laying them off. I mean, I just feel like I couldn't do that. So, um, that turned into something that we just did sort of on the side as the jobs came, but I started another sales job and just hit the ground running, selling these chemical products, like these soaps and stuff like that, these yeah. industrial soaps. Hit the ground running doing that, got promoted right away to you know the team leader, and from there was actually promoted out to um, the, this territory manager job out in the West Coast, out in California. Mm. Yeah. So they moved us out there and, um, you know, it was really interesting because I'm doing a completely different job. Things are going okay. In a completely um, different state. Completely different state. The, you don't know yeah, anyone. Yeah. And that was something that I struggled with was it's hard to meet people when you're, so I was probably 25, 26 yeah, yeah. at that time. And I really struggled with meeting people and making new friends, you know, other than neighbors, you know, because it's not like I had an office where I could just go out for mm -hmm. drinks after work or something and just sort of start to yeah. build relationships that way. But, you know, I didn't have an office. I worked out of my house. So it was kind of just like, you know, I'd go to the, there was a Chicago bar down the road. So I'd go there and watch like the bears games and the mm -hmm. Hawks games and stuff. And like try to like just chit chat with people, yeah. but you know, it's kind of tough. I mean, the people there too, they weren't exactly, you know, m me, they weren't exactly like my kind yeah. of normal demographic yeah. of, you know, like people that I would kind of hang out with. But, um, when it's like, you almost take for granted how, we, how you grow up with a whole crew. I mean, you go yeah. to school with people for 20 years, exactly. 15 years, and you go to high school with them and you grow up with them and to uproot that is kind of, yeah. You know, something change. too, that's interesting is, you know, there's, you know, part of me always thinks that like, you know, maybe if I, if I had like branched out more in school or something and maybe like, you know, cause I, I went to school and I made new friends, but it was still kind of a tight knit group. Mm -hmm. You know, where I, I was never part of like the the Greek stuff mm -mm. or anything like that <laughs> or anything like that. But, yeah. you know, at, at this point in my life, you know, I, I could see the benefits where, you know, that connection yeah. could kind of go a long way. Especially you're kind of coming into an instant friendship. Yeah. Coming you know? into an instant group, friends, right off yeah. the bat. And one of my, yeah. one of my friends that um, I grew up with, he joined a frat when he went to college. I was like, dude, really? You're going to be one of those frat guys? Mm -hmm. And he's just like, listen, you know, I don't know anybody here. And I grew up with having this brothership bond yeah. with you guys. And so I just yeah. wanted to get something close to that. And I was like, all right, man, I get it. Um, but yeah, so anyway, like from there, that's kind of when, you know, we're away from our family, we're away from our friends, you get kind of the mm -hmm. cabin fever kind of stuff. And, um, you know, we didn't have like a go-to babysitter or anything like that. So, you know, um, it, it just sort of, that's when our relationship sort of hit the rocks and, um, you know, whatever happens is, you know, unfortunate. It's definitely, you know, there's no party that's a hundred percent innocent in all of it, but you know, things happen where it just sort of felt like, you know, my wife would be gone for, for days at a time yeah. and no one would know where she was or, or mm -hmm. I could tell that like her friend was trying to cover up for her and I'm, and I'm here with our son. Yeah. And so all of a sudden I'm like 
this, I, I'm, I'm just became a single parent. It felt like for those times and she would show up and kind of be out of it. And all this kind of weird stuff was just going on. It just, it didn't feel right. I mean, you saw like when you yeah. came out, you know, yeah. you and, and, and your girlfriend at the time, yeah. you know, before my wife and I made the move out there, we were, you know, a, a pretty tight crew, yeah. the four of yeah. us. And I just, I remembered feeling so bad because the two of you flew all the way out to spend a week mm. with us and she just wasn't happy the yeah. whole time. I mean, yeah. it was everything, every time you or your girl opened your mouths, it was something. Yeah. Every time we had anything planned, it was some. I remember taking a video of the two girls yeah. standing in the middle of the street, screaming yeah. at each other. In the fighting middle of where? Over San like Diego. Nothing. I have no idea. What yeah. they, we were in Encinitas and they're standing in the middle yeah. of the street. The cliff is on the other side behind the bar. Uh -huh. And I just remember like videotaping them and being like, yeah. this is the most white trash thing. Being like, this is where, <laughs> this is where our lives are at right now. Like, you wow, know, what yeah. A and it's just like, you know, yeah. and then some things happened with work too, where the company that I was with was, um, you know, it, the, the CEO resigned suddenly and then the company was purchased and all of my management went silent. My direct report left the company. And so I was like, okay, you know, I don't know about this. So, yeah. um, that's when, you know, things are hitting the rocks personally, things are starting to hit the rocks or, or look like they might start to hit the rocks professionally. So, yeah. and I'm out in this yeah. state across the country, across the country and I, I just felt like, you know, I've got more than just me to worry about, you know, I've got my son. So it just became to the point where if something's going to happen and I get a letter in the mail that says that the company's done or, or something like that, I'm not going to be stuck in California yeah. with yeah. nothing to fall back on, no connections, no real connections, stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I uh, made the decision to move back to Chicago. Um, and once we got back, you know, things happened on the trip on the way back too that it was just it was just so clear and so apparent that you know my wife and I just or my ex-wife we we were not compatible yeah. by any means at all to continue this relationship and you know you you see it all the time where it's that unhappy couple and they just mm -hmm. they fought it out and stuck together for the kid yeah and to me I'd rather my son grow up not watching these two people hate each other. Mm -hmm. Constant fighting. You know, and I'd rather he grow up and not have to experience that. I mean, it's just something yeah. that it was my decision to, you know, pull the plug. Um, I don't regret it because I couldn't be happier where mm -hmm. I am right now. Yeah. Um, because after that happened... I had just moved back and I made a decision that I wasn't going to live in the suburbs anymore. I was going to live in the city yeah. because, Hey, I did the suburb thing already. I did yeah. the West coast thing already. Now I want to do the city thing. And I think everybody should, you know, live in the city for a little bit or, or, or just move to your dream town yeah. and just try to figure it out while you can, because it's not going to be an option forever. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I was fortunate enough that I could move to the city. Um, I got back on my feet. I got a job, um, you know, through a connection of mine that I had made at a previous job. You know, he was at a new place, um, as CEO president, he brought me on, um, you know, from there professionally, um, I worked my way up from just a sales rep to the head of the sales department. Um, 
you know, in a, in a relatively quick time. But on the other hand, personally, I had a lot of growing to do. And at this part, part, this point of my life, I was probably 26, maybe 27 and dating was such a foreign aspect to me at that time. Um, you know, I'd been in a relationship for, you know, five years. Um, and those five years, it doesn't sound like a lot of time, but in those five years, Tinder came out. Social media Bumble changed came out. the whole game. Social media yeah. exploded. I didn't know how to use Instagram. I didn't know how to yeah. do any of this stuff. And Facebook became like a super big thing. Right. You know, a lot bigger. You know, and then it just sort of went, I had to learn it all just so quickly because dating to me before was, it was sort of just, hey, you went out to the bar and you partied with your friends like crazy. I mean, you're 23 years old. You're 22. Yeah. yeah. You party like crazy. 22. And it's just sort of like last man standing when you kind of knew everybody we kind of you kind of i mean it's easy when you got you know you're rolling with a 20 person crew 20 guys and then their friends and their girlfriends and their girlfriends friends and it's like you're it's such an easy way to to socialize when you're involved in that world as opposed to being completely taken out and i love your story so much because it really is like the the epitome of like growth and change right okay like let's go to California. I remember we like, well, like you, I remember when you told me, you were like, I'm going to California and it's like just uprooting and then coming back and then being like, I'm going to Chicago. Like just taking chances. at something that like you never really knew was going to make it, but you also knew that no matter what you were going to work hard, you were going to get a job. You were going to keep growing and pushing, you know, no excuses, no like, Oh, you know, you don't know how, how hard it is for me. It's like, you just kept doing what men are supposed to do and provide and keep growing and bettering yourself along the way. Yeah. You know, 100%. that's what your twenties I think is meant to do. And if you're not doing that, like learn quickly, like learn in your twenties, like yeah. grow quickly, like have your experiences, but like get out of your comfort zone right. and make a change. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. And I, I feel like so many people have things drilled into their heads mm. where they've got this sort of, you know, plan laid out for them where it's okay by 25, I need to be married because that's what my parents did. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, by, by 28, I need to own, you know, this house and I got to own this and I got to be here and I got to do all this stuff where I feel like, you know, let those things come more natural and plan on your own personal and career growth. You know, I feel like it's so, you know, something that my, my girlfriend did that I I think is just so cool of her too, is that she, you know, went to New York city for a vacation and just stayed Mm -hmm. and stayed and lived there for 10 years and, and just, you know, built a whole life out there. And to me, that's something like, you know, I'm a big, huge advocate of spend your twenties in the city, you know, it's not necessarily your, your fresh out of college, 23 years old twenties, but you know, some, I feel like everyone should do it at some point in their lives. And I'm not saying that you have to be young and single to do it, or, you know, you could be, um, you know, later in your life, you could be retired and you and your, your partner want to move to the city and just, just do it. I mean, I just think it's so cool and now it's interesting because after having that that lake house life this past weekend Mm -hmm. now part of me wants to you know 
buy a summer house and go to a lake <laughs> yeah. house during the summer and then have like a condo in the city. So it's just, you, you can't kind of stick to that life plan of everything's going to go a certain way. And that's just the way it's going to be. There are some things I think it's important to plan out like budgeting and saving and things like yeah. that as far as gotta be smart. money. But yeah. you know, I, I'm a big advocate of experience in your twenties. Um, well, my story is different because I never, I've never lived in the city. Yeah, right? so, I moved to the suburbs. You know, twenty three, I ran to the burbs. I started completely over. You know, exactly, and that's part of it too. Is yeah. that you kind of had, you kind of had two shots a little bit yeah, also too yeah, because yeah. when you, you know, you first started going out and and you know. What was it that actually even made you decide that you wanted to, you know, get better at going out and, and meeting people and just starting yeah. to better yourselves? And I, I mean, I just remember it was interest. It's, it's kind of a funny memory because I remember it was like one weekend we went out and you're out with us and you're just like kind of typical American Eagle button up shirt mm -hmm. and like a backwards yeah. hat and like mm -hmm. regular, just like whatever like jeans and like Adidas or something. Yeah. And then like two weeks later I saw you and you rolled up with like this leather jacket and this button up mm -hmm. that was from like the Hugo boss yeah, or something, yeah. this like $200 shirt. And I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> dress shoes, right? I yeah, covered the, all my gym shoes, dress like shoes, never gym shoes. Pretty again. sure, pretty sure the jeans had words on the butt, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Probably. but I mean, it's just part of part of something that was, so, was like something that was so cool about it is, you know, we gave you such a hard time mm -hmm. about oh, yeah. it, oh, but yeah. you didn't come back the next day. No changed. No. I've you, always stayed true to like it, what I'm going to do, and, I'm doing it. Yeah. And that, that's something that's really, that's yeah. really unique is because you didn't care. You just owned it. You, something, yeah. something in your head, somehow you decided, no, this is the style that I want. This is what I want to become. Yeah. This is what I want to make of myself. And you stuck true to it. Yeah. I think a lot of my success has always been that, where I've always marched to the beat of my own drum. Like, I'm always gonna do what I'm gonna do. And you know what? Love me or hate me, I, I don't get too sucked into what people think. I mean, I think in your 20s you do because you're young, but I think like, you just gotta stay true to you and, and follow what you want. I mean, even if it's extreme, even if you're by yourself, because the funny thing is, so I was 22, you know, living in Palatine at the time, you know, we're still partying and getting wild. You know, I got into some trouble, you know, yeah. some bullshit, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I had a girlfriend, bad relationship, got out. And I remember starting a full-time job while I was still in construction working, you know, I got in in 2007, eight, nine, the whole fucking world tanked out the economy. And I remember it was 2010, um, 11 when I got with this company and ended up meeting a buddy of mine you know, who kind of became such a big mentor in my life. And, you know, I worked with him every day. He was kind of helping me grow as a young man, helping me kind of mature. And then, yeah, I was like, I remember, you know, just kind of being single and being like, hey man, like if you want different things out of life, you've got to kind of change the way you're doing things. Like I was going out, I was drinking all the time, I was partying, just being wild. And it was like, where is this getting you? And I remember him being like, what are you doing? Like, you know, you're, you're a single guy, you're, you got a good job. Like, you know, why don't you, chill out, meet me. And I remember, never forget this. He goes to meet me at the mall tomorrow. 
we're gonna go shopping. We're gonna get you some nice clothes. And I remember being like, dude, you know, you're young, cocky, like, man, I dress well, you know, typical yeah. shit, right? And I'll never forget, he showed up in like chains, leather jacket, jeans, $200 shirt, shoes, like, and it was just like, holy shit. And I did, I made a change. Like I literally got my entire wardrobe, threw it out, got rid of all the stuff, started just dressing nicer, just started being a more young adult yeah. and dressing the part, looking the part, acting the part, and then moving to Lyle, literally just knowing him like i moved away from i mean it's not far it's 40 minutes but still like i moved away from my parents my family my friends everywhere i grew up that comfort zone of being like palatine bars every weekend like going to a bar knowing 80 people sending a text message to 50 people meet us out to going to lyle and knowing one guy and just completely starting a whole new life which has been kind of built up a lot you know yeah. getting into the the world out there and now being in dupage and lyle and just meeting people and getting active in the community and doing all these certain things it's it's different it's a different story but it's still just getting out of your comfort zone right. like you say i remember taking so much shit right like everyone was like dude look at how you're dressed and you're crazy yeah. and then it was funny how things went on it was like i never hung out with people that wore dress shoes or gym shoes everyone was yeah. wearing dress shoes and dress pants and nice jeans and, right and everybody just kind of we all just kind of grew up together and you know and, and i just like you said i stayed true to what i wanted to do but i felt i needed to better my life i needed a drink class i needed to kind of just get more into the dating world of like actually like and it was in the city it was parties yeah. clubs it's wild shit it's not like i was whatever but you know that was kind of what led me then to the girlfriend that i got who was an incredible woman and then just kind of matured you know yeah and i think you know i think like part of it with our timing that kind of worked out so well too yeah. was because i i so i moved back and I'm confiding in you, like, listen, no, it was just, it was just time. Like you could tell it was time. And, and I think you were going through kind of similar growing pains in the relationship, yeah. not even so much with your girlfriend, but with her family kind of mm -hmm. wasn't yeah. compatible with, you know, with you, you know, I, yeah. I just remember you, you coming to me all the time it felt like and just like mm -hmm. no every time we have a family party I, I i get in an argument with their family and it's a whole big thing and i was like dude how i mean for what it's worth it's just it yeah if you don't see it going to the level where you want it to go for whatever reasons and it's sort of out of your control i mean you you, you can't ask her you can never ask her to dump her family no you know and so i think we it was yeah. With me going through what I was going through, that I feel like kind of maybe even pushed you in the direction mm. too, where I was like, okay, but but regardless, so you and I were then single at the same time, yeah. and we're thrown back into the world, yeah, you know, and I and it's funny because then I've got this sort of like new Southern California style mm. that I kind of adopted while I was out there, yeah. and. Um, you know, from there, I remember going out to the mall with you and with the same guy and, and doing yeah. that little shopping yeah. spree, getting a nice little mm -hmm. blazer and stuff. And it's, you know, I got the same kind of shit too, Yeah. but it's just a different kind of confidence comes when you feel like you kind of look, yeah. you know, like you're the boss kind of thing, you know? And I feel like that was a big part of kind of getting out there. And then, you know, you and I, luckily we had each other to kind of... Mm go out into the world and go out to yeah. to the bar scene in the city and go out to like different spots and just you know 
work on our own. Because I was in a three-year relationship, right? Yeah. So I was getting out of a three-year relationship. You were getting out of a marriage and, and you're traveling in California. Right. And it was like, yeah, it was like, oh shit, this is a fresh, we both kind of just hit the ground running though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think a lot of it too was, I mean, you have to, you just have to kind of be true to yourself. And if something that you really want to do is better yourself, you know, I, I'll never use this podcast as a forum to um, say, hey, you have to do this. But what we want to use it for is for people out there that don't have a Sean or that don't have a Ryan. And they're going through something really tough and they just need something relatable or something to, you know, sort of help guide in. I mean, that's why we, we, you know, have a Twitter and we have an Instagram and we have platforms for listeners actually write in with questions or with things that they're going through so that, you know, we can give advice. And again, you know, it's up to you if you take it, but you know, if you're in a marriage or if you're in um, a healthy relationship, you know, I'll, I'll never ad- advise you, you know, against it. If I no. see that there's, there's a way in it because I'm a firm believer. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I've been with my girlfriend now for almost two years and, you know, I, I couldn't be happier. I mean, I did the single thing, um, for a few years for probably four years, um, in the city and just, you know, I, you know, I had a lot of fun. I met a lot of really cool people, um, you know, and, and just met the right one. And, you know, to me, by doing it the right way, right. By finding yourself, by putting yourself out there, by being true to yourself, you weren't jumping from girlfriend to girlfriend. Like you really waited to meet that right right special person that really was lined up the right way. Exactly. That's what a lot of people don't do right. They jump from relationship to relationship. They can't be single. And I think the best thing, again, I think this whole thing is just comfort zone, like taking a chance of what is scary to what is necessary and getting out of, I mean, I remember getting out of my relationship. It was like, everyone was like, what are you doing? And it was like, it wasn't it, nothing against her, but you know what? It wasn't my future. It wasn't my right situation. So I took the chance without having a girl lined up, right? Without having like something to fall back on and just be like, you know what? I spent time just getting to know myself. You spent time getting to know yourself, figuring it out, growing as a young person, as a young man, growing into like, hey, you know what? You're not going to find that right person unless you're that right person in a lot of ways too. Like you have to figure out you, but without getting out of that comfort zone, you're never going to grow. Right. And I think that that's important too. And, you know, to, to your point where, people are looking at you like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's because around us, we had friends and colleagues that were similar ages and they were getting married to high school sweethearts and yeah. they were, you know, having kids and they were all, you know, kind of in it. And that was sort of the, the plan, you know, kind of like that following in the parents' footsteps, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you get married by 23, have kids by 25, buy a house, you know, that kind of whole thing. And trust me, if that fits your personality and you and your, your wife are happy. I mean, Mm -hmm. congratulations. That's fantastic. But, you know, for people that are struggling kind of with, you know, maybe you just got out of a long-term relationship. Maybe you just lost your job. Maybe something's happening and you're, you're not sure what you want to do next. I mean, this is kind of, you know, where we're here for you 
to guide you through our experience and be that extra, you know, mentor for you. And, you know, you might walk away from this podcast thinking, oh, these guys are morons. They don't know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. They got lucky meeting somebody somehow. I mean, that's fine, you know, but I mean, if kind of, we've kind of both been through it all where we've gotten kind of the hate from our friends, girlfriends, you know, when we'd be out with groups of people and, Walking away from the crowd to go and talk yeah. to the talk to the person sitting at the bar or go talk to someone and just trying to meet someone organically. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's really important. That's stuff that I never would have even imagined knowing how to do or or even trying. I mean, it's nerve wracking to go up yeah. and do that if you don't have somebody that's yeah. there to kind of help guide you and through And you're never going to do that if you're afraid to take the chance and get out of your comfort zone. Right. And so, that's, I mean, that's and it's, the main thing. And it's on the, that personal development too. Yeah. I mean, you know, if, if you're not happy with something about you, if it's, you know, the way you dress or the way, you know, your, your job is going, things like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, there's two types of people in the world. There's the people that shit happens to, and there's the people mm-hmm. that make shit happen. Yeah. So you got to be the person that makes shit happen. You know, if you want the promotion, you got to go talk to your boss, make sure they know what you want, what your intentions are, and then build a plan with them to work towards it and then work your ass off towards it. If yeah. you want to, you know, look better for a wedding coming up, then guess what you got to do? You got to hit a diet and you got to work out yeah. and you got to stay consistent with that or else you're never going to change. Um, if you are unhappy with the way you're looking, change your style up. Change it up yeah. a little bit. Yeah, you'll get comments. If you're not getting comments, then you're not doing a good job yeah. of changing it up. So for me, what I like to do with my own style is I like to think of or I like to pick a celebrity, honestly, and say, I like how that guy dresses in certain ways mm-hmm. and emulate it a little bit, you know? Yeah. And and part of it is just having the confidence that you can walk up to anyone kind of in anything yeah. that you have on and not worry about it. You know, the worst case scenario is if, if say you're a guy and you got a new shirt, you're not sure about it. You go up and you talk to a girl, guess what? Here's your opener. Hey, you know, I hate to bother you. Uh, just hoping you could help me out. I just got this new shirt and I never really wear, you know, shirts with like this kind of coloring on it. I just, I just don't know. Do you think I'm pulling it off? Does this look okay? And if you deliver it like that and it's friendly and it's jokes and it's not too serious, then, you know, you're going to have, a friendly reaction to it. And then from there you can strike up more of an organic conversation instead of being that guy that walks up to the girl at the bar and says, Hey, uh, can I buy you yeah. a drink? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just the best thing just to be, just to be natural, be true to yourself, feel comfortable in what you want to achieve. Don't be afraid to go after something because of what people think. I mean, what do we always say? Like, if you don't want to be criticized, say nothing, do nothing and be nothing. I mean, I think what we want to gain from this podcast is we're going to have weekly essentials. We want to give positive advice. We want to have good guidance because we were blessed to meet a lot of people in our lives, have a lot of good relationships, have a lot of bad relationships, but we've grown into this. And I mean, Lord knows there's so much negative shit out there. I mean, if you're sitting on Facebook and you're sitting on staring at everyone else's life and where are you and where you're not at, I mean, just take a breath, you know, understand that. You got to get through it, but you got to push yourself. You got to work for it. 
you got to, you know, believe in yourself because Lord knows, like I tell everyone, you got to believe in you because Lord knows no one else is going to. Yeah. So, you know, if we could bring some positivity, that's kind of all we wanted to bring within this essentials is that it is life, love, the grind. We're not experts. We haven't <laughs> made it. But the beauty of it is we're living it. We're loving it. We're grinding it. We're we're doing it along the way. And that's kind of what what I always look to is like, hey, you know, I'm not sitting here being like I'm a millionaire. I'm completely jacked. I got a model on my arm. I'm freaking. I mean, I am all those know. things, but <laughs> exactly, you know. But that's the beauty of it. It's like, hey, we're going through it. You're going through it. Let's just we're talking it. But we want to hear from people too. Like we've had so many, you know, friends of ours, girlfriends asking for advice. We've reached out to people. So I think that's kind of the biggest thing we want to bring is just a positive message from experiences that we've gone through and it doesn't matter if you're in your 20s or your 30s or you're newly divorced in your 40s or you're going through whatever in your 50s it doesn't really matter it's just a fact of life is life we've all been through it it hits you in any age any time so like hopefully we could just bring a little positive light to the yeah and i think you know shit. i think on that note too it's perfect you know perfect to say that you know this week's essential the first essential could be hey stay true to yourself mm. you know we both came to forks in the road and we could have gone one way mm-hmm. and we went a different way and that's why we're here right now and that's what got us to where we are you know i could i could easily have never taken that risk to go to california i could easily have never taken a more recent risk on changing industries changing jobs um you know and, and part of it is you know to stay true to yourself and don't if you ever feel like you're just doing it because it's easy, but you're miserable, maybe it's time to have that conversation with yourself. You know, no matter what it is, if, if it's your job, if it's your, you know, your, your personal relationships, things like that, if you're not happy, you know, address it. Maybe if you're not happy with your partner, it's something that you guys talk about, but you need to have that conversation with yourself, stay true to yourself, mm. figure out what it is get it down on paper and address it. You know, if it's a work thing, if it's personal, if it's your own self, if you're not happy with the way you work, you look, address it. Yeah. Yeah. And just be fearless. Don't be afraid to take those chances. Don't be afraid to change your style. Don't be afraid to maybe you're a little out of shape, go to the gym, push yourself, like get out of that comfort zone, get past that fear. Stop worrying about what people fucking think about you. And just start following yourself because it really will guide you to where you want to go. At the end of the day, if you feel it and you trust in it, like just go with it. Like you're given ideas and feelings and, and certain like, you know, like, oh, I, I should probably follow this or I should probably make that call or I should probably go talk to that person. You're given those, re- those feelings for a reason. So go follow it and, you know, and it's not going to hurt you. And if it does hurt you, you know what? Life's tough. No one ever said it wasn't. You're gonna go through shit along the way, but it's gonna make you stronger. You're gonna grow from it. So, you know, hopefully like we could give a little positive insight. We will be given different essentials and we will be bringing different topics every week and hopefully bringing in good guests that are gonna cover some cool issues on dating, on, you know, life, on fitness, on business, on money, on whatever people wanna listen to, you know, as long as stuff that we wanna listen to as well. So. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and 
the podcast, it's always going to focus on, on things that are going to help better you as a person. It's going to help, you know, our, our main goal here is, is personal growth, professional growth. Growth is the name of the game. So, you know, absolutely, please, you know, feel free to write in any kind of questions, um, you know, like, subscribe, rate, review the, pro- the podcast, share it. Um, follow us on Instagram at the underscore essentials underscore podcast. Or, of course, you know, follow us on Twitter. Um, Twitter handle is fucking something. God damn it. <laughs> Twitter handle is uh, The Essentials Podcast, at The Essentials P2. Go ahead and follow us, like, review. Tune in next week for the next Essential. Mm. And uh, keep grinding.